Welcome, welcome, welcome to Heal With Us. Heal With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Ebony Ubanero. And I'm Ufamo Yubo. All right. So what are we talking about today, Ufamo? You ready? I'm ready. Got to stay ready. Two two words. Social. Social media. Mm-hmm. Two powerful, you, words. two powerful words yeah. social media all right so we're just going to jump in real quick let's do it now you got me reflecting on the two words if you break it down just the word social in itself is huge and then media in itself is huge to so talk about them together the force that it evokes mm-hmm. so and the way that we sound right now is as if it is not necessarily a good for us. So, so let me just go to my first question to our professional here. Toxic, toxic versus tool. Do you think that social media is a tool or do you think it's toxic? It's a little bit of both to me. Um, it's a tool, it can be a great tool, especially um, if you're in the business realm, um, trying to advance yourself. It can be toxic if you're just not using it for what its full potential can be so i think it's a mm-hmm. little bit of hope i don't know how do you see it i see it the same way i think it can be a tool a great tool um mm-hmm. if we ensure and and act as though it's a tool so i guess what i'm saying is if we're intentional about it about the uh, about how we use social media then it's a tool but i think sometimes when we when we get lackadaisical and we create this familiarity with it it can be t- so I think for our listeners and for people who maybe want to understand uh how it can be toxic what are some what are some ways that you think it can be toxic for for any individuals especially as it relates to mental health mm-hmm. not when I think of that like what screams at me is just the idea of uh, our younger generation you know thinking about how they maneuver and use social media you know all the different um challenges all the different things that are out there that are encouraging hey do this do that it's how you gotta live it's what you gotta do um can be toxic can be overwhelming at some given time but I wouldn't limit that to just the teens or just the young adults, but like anyone in general. The question you have to ask yourself is, what is my objective? What am, why am I here? What do I aim to achieve? Exactly. And I think that's the intention part, right? Like, why am I using social media? I mean, there are days, especially when you get on TikTok, um, that I am there for the comedy. And maybe I need uh, an uplift you know Mm -hmm. it's a moment where I need to be uplifted and so I'm there for the comedy um but the problem with social media sometimes is that you can't control um some of what you see right and and so let me just ask you this as someone in the mental health industry what is toxic like how can someone identify and I'm not saying going (laughs) Because I mean, of course, that's a that is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> Ebony, <laughs> <laughs> that is a loaded question, especially. Um, I mean, you could talk about relationships, workplace, blah 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 blah. The list goes on. 
But I mean, what is toxic toxic in social media? Is it the way that maybe social media makes them feel? Is it, you know, like what would be considered toxic when it relates to social media? Mm. So the addictive aspect of things, right? When you find that you no longer have the desire to do the necessity, the essential, and you're just addicted to just what's going on there, other people's life, like just being overly engaged in the Inst- the Instagram life, right? The, the Facebook mm-hmm. life, the TikTok mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. where you, you lose a sense of reality. You know, you lose a sense of what's really happening. Um, in the real world. Real world. And how, how often do you see that? How often, as a professional, how often do you see people addicted to social media or people who have allowed social media to become toxic for them? Is that common? Oh, yeah, it's a very common thing. Um, it starts there because that's what we have. Now, we all have this device, our phone, our tablets, our, you know, smart tech that allows us to tap into that realm. And we hold in our hands, we walk, if you walk here to the living room, you got it. If you walk to here, you go to the grocery store, you go, mm. you, know, you have that access 24 seven. And then when you come out of it, when you log out or pause for a moment, um, being able to separate that, that idea to your real life, mm-hmm. we, find, we find how it progresses into other addictive components, whether you now have to drink to cope with, dang, my life is not like what I just viewed, mm. you know, or you have to go shop or buy something to make yourself feel what it is that you're looking for in all this mm-hmm. clips and real in reels. Um, so different aspect of it. So you can't start off with just the idea of, um, oh, I'm just checking in, I'm just, you know, raising time, raising through time mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. measuring your reality to what you're what's projecting from the screen. Hmm. Wow. I didn't even think about it like that. Like it starts off with one thing and then before you know it, you could have an alcohol problem because you are looking at this person's life and Mm -hmm. which is their highlight reel. I mean, most of what people see on social media is not real life. It is a highlight reel. It's the best of the best. And then we measure our real lives to their highlight reel and it you know, for some, it causes them to go into depression. Wow. 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 That is a big wow. So, and I'm assuming that that's how it affects people's mental health. You know, that's the, the bad side of it. Right. And this is the, the term that I learned. I think that affects a lot of people when it comes to social media. There, I will say, uh, I'm going to be honest with myself. Out. There are times that like maybe a friend has a party that I wasn't invited to. Right. We've Thank God. Been. I don't, I don't think I, I suffer from FOMO, but there are people who do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a real thing. But if you see that maybe that friend had a party, you're like, dang, they didn't even, they didn't even invite me. Right. You know, um, for me, I probably like, oof, one less thing I have to do, but other, there are people, especially the younger generation who like, would literally go into depression because they missed out on whatever was happening, whatever event, whatever. And I feel like social media highlights that and it could send somebody spiraling. Um, 
because they missed out on something. Right. And so I guess before social media, I wonder, I'm sure people, people feared, you know, missing out on invitations here and there, but how, how, how much more do you think it's elevated now that people can actually see how they missed out, you know, Mm -hmm. like you weren't invited to the Epic party and now you have to look at pictures (laughs) of the Epic party that you weren't invited to. Right. In that situation, what do you think someone should do though? Just immediately. Right. I think it's, um, I think it existed before. I think it's just amplified now, right? Um, now that we're able to track that, to monitor that, to, to you know, quantify it in a method um, through some algorithm or all that, you know, components um, of media. But the idea of missing out, the FOMO, fear of missing out, um, how it impacts you. So being true to your feeling, there are times that, you know, we all look into being recognized, being affirmed, right? And so being able to tap into that even outside of um, our devices, like when was the last time we say, hey, I really appreciated this about you. Oh, hey, thank you for doing this. Oh, hey, you know, like just something. Kind of like to translate to the likes, you know, the comments. Mm -hmm. Making it more equivalent in our reality. Like we, even if someone were to say that to us and as you're walking through the streets, right? It's different. It doesn't doesn't count until you do it online. Like that mm-hmm. post. Follow me. Mm-hmm. I'm already your friend. We already hang out. You come over to my house. I come to your house. But it's official when you make it known online so everybody can see that we really are friends. We do like similar things. So, so social media is like the official, official. The, the, stamp, so- of, the stamp of approval. Hmm. I don't know that I've seen it that way, but I know it's, I know it's a thing. I don't know that I ever saw it that way, that if you don't follow me on social media, we ain't free. No, I'm not saying, it doesn't discount the idea that you're not friends with them, but I think it, it's a public um, view of. Public display of affection. Exactly. Like, okay, now it's official, you know, it's like when you see partners wearing rings to represent that I'm with someone. Mm -hmm. We we could be married for a hundred years. But you got to put that ring on. How they gonna know they were together? So what? What do? You, okay. So how would you advise somebody? Well, let's say they're literally about to. I mean, not about to. They're literally experiencing FOMO because they just saw that everybody went to this party and they didn't. What should they do? Right then. Right then. That in itself. Um, it depends on the relationship. So for me, if I'm friends with that individual who had the party, I'm pick up my phone. Hey, Ebony, I saw you just celebrated, you know, your son's birthday. How was it? You know, don't forget, let me know next time. I'll definitely love to support you. Mm. If I truly want to, if that connection is real for me with mm-hmm. you and I truly want to be a part of your life, I'm going to make sure I take that time to bring attention to it one it will allow you know how I felt right about mm-hmm. this about not being included two I can also hear from you maybe um if they're you know you could have been budget you know like of course you know definitely love to have you it was just very tight trying to make sure that I had a you know a good head count on who can come and who couldn't 
Mm-hmm. And that would give me the assurance to know, like, it's not me. It's not something I did. We project mm-hmm. those things that are happening, you know, onto someone like it's it's you. Right, right. Let's say they um, they confronted them, but they were, <laughs> but that person did not reassure them of anything. So I want to use the word confront because that can come across in a way. Um, I we I, I would trade lightly with that word confront because again it just depends on the dynamic of the relationship. I know you, you know me. I know um, what we've invested in our relationship, so I know I can come to you and you can understand me from a perspective of a friend who you know just want to know what's up. Um, now, if it's just an acquaintance, somebody I just you know pass by here and there, will I take the step to quote unquote confront? Perhaps not you know, but it's just more of a, okay, well, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel, why do I feel like I missed that? Why do I feel rejected? Why do I feel whatever? So take some time to process and analyze what is going on internally for you. Name that feeling. I feel Mm -hmm. this. I feel frustrated that, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what I invest in this relationship, you know, they're just not, you know, doing their part or I, yeah, whatever it is that you're feeling like, own it name it put some action yeah that's good that's good even when in respect to social media so do you think there's a point where maybe maybe social media highlights what the relationship really is if 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 FOMO comes into play it may highlight that the relationship isn't what you thought it was to begin with it does it does that it really does yeah a wake-up call like okay it's not balanced here right exactly there is no yeah yeah so okay so let me shift gears real quick um how do you think social media affects children versus adults should children even have access to social media do you think there's an age i do i personally have an opinion but you know well i do believe there's an age just like with cell phone you know but i think it all goes back to their family unit and identifying mm-hmm. is your child mature enough you know so that that conversation has to be folked in that unit, in that family um there's not going to be a like you know uh one size fit all yeah right where it's like okay everybody once you hit this then you can have social media no it depends on the child's maturity level it depends on the objective of it you know why or why, why yeah back to the intention of it all uh, because we know that it can be a harmful place. We see a lot of bullying mm-hmm. occurring, right? Um, mm-hmm. Even at a young age, you see kids um, experiencing certain aspect that if we can protect them, because as parents, you know, our role is of that protection. Um, if we can protect them from engaging in that early age, then why not? I'm going to do my best um, to do my job. As right. A, but yeah. we see we see there is a difference with with kids as well as with adults but I think adults are able to maneuver and watch out for obstacles as they come along the way with kids not 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 as much right um, right take it at face value they didn't invite me darn I must be this I must be that mm-hmm. versus an adult they can process that in a different way mm-hmm. um, but many young people are living their lives online you know? mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. for a couple of years, they were schooling online. Yeah. Yeah. Online. You know, it's like a lot of things that we do that happen on there where the human exchange is no longer being honored. It's more of like online, online. Everything is online. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that social media, especially during the pandemic, uh, was a helpful place. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it could be a scary place, especially if a person wasn't taught how to use it properly. Um, but I do think it was a helpful place for a lot of people because there wasn't a lot of outlets at the time. Right. And I think that's maybe that's the thing. Like it, it, social media started off as like another outlet. And then now it's like a full on business, you know, like people that this is people's bread and butter for some. And, you know, it's a whole it's a whole industry. Right. Business yeah. industry. Okay, so we're going to shift one more time (laughs) because we've talked a lot more on the negatives of Mm -hmm. social media, but how can we use social media as a tool? Like what kind of tools? Let's start there. What kind of tools? I I personally think it could be a tool of encouragement. Um, Yes, it is. Yeah, I use social media. I'm a firm believer of it being helpful. Um, I have my girlfriends that um I see something I'm like girl check this out you know like whether it's a laugh something to encourage something we're talking about and it can affirm that um Mm -hmm. and it's just a way of you know continue that conversation right so yeah a lot for that um at least for me it's, it's a good way to just pass through time and clear my mind from the business and the hectic um pressure of my daily schedule right it's it's very but yeah it boils down to the content like what are you feeling it's not like google where you can filter and say only show me (laughs) (laughs) only show right you're supposed to we all trying to crack those algorithms (laughs) whether we're posting or receiving i agree i agree i i totally think it's a uh an it can be an awesome tool of encouragement because um like you said, some people are just scrolling because they have nothing else to do. And they may come across something, a word, a message, yes. a reel, a video that takes them out of the funk that they were in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if that was everyone's intention, it would be such a such a, a better place for everyone to mm-hmm. be on social media. You know, if everyone's intention was to better the next person, because when you post, you're literally, you have a megaphone to all of your followers saying, this is what I, I'm thinking right now, or this is what I watch right now. And we can either decide to fill other people's timelines with foolishness or bullying or cruelty or anything like that. Or we can fill their timelines with things that would encourage them, uplift them, you know. Right, right. Uh, bring about change in their life but I don't know I think passing on um, some of the bad things is just not good and I'm glad we discussed FOMO because especially if someone else is having a good time and they post pictures about it that's them enjoying their lives you know and the, uh, if, if someone looks at their at their pictures as something it hurts them 
then that person, like you said, has to name that feeling because it has to do with them and not the person who posted, you know, their celebration. Right. We're going to run through these fast five facts. Can we say them fast? Fast five facts. Fast five facts. (laughs) So the first one I have is, and this is an old school word, don't covet, C-O-V-E-T, celebrate. So don't be envious of what people have going on. Celebrate with them. Be excited for them. Be happy for them. Because you never know the next party or or grand thing that happens could be you. So don't covet. Celebrate. That's my one fast fact. You got four. Oh, wow. Okay. No pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess the first one I'll say as we talk about the cons and pros it's just the overall limit time online before you go to bed as well as when you wake up in the morning you want to start and end your day well so taking that control back saying this is what i'm going to invest um just like you budget your finance from the budget of your time and allocate the time that's necessary for it that is good girl and um another one i'll say is definitely take breaks could be short breaks long breaks you know same people say i'm gonna be on a you know, on the fast for three months from social media, just being tuned with yourself and identify what it is you need. So whether it's a day, a week, whatever your mental health needs, track your screen time, my apologies. So um, I know on my phone, it, it lets me know like your productivity is increased in the past. Um, so track your screen time to maintain your productivity. And also I think there are ways you can even um, set it where it's like after this time, block uh, apps or block this app you know just to see how much of your time you're spending on social media so once first track it to see how you can make some proper adjustment and last one i would say is to choose kindness and share positive content with your family and friends you know find things that are uplifting and encouraging and affirming and let that be what you pass on, you know. So be intentional about what you're sharing with others. Not something that would, you know, harm us as a whole, but just to improve our wellness. Awesome. Y'all, y'all better cheer on them five fast facts. Five fast facts. Five fast facts. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you and we hope to see you on our next episode. 